All right. We are on for more and stronger week to week, a podcast that we're doing whenever we feel like it. So we don't have a very tight schedule for these ones. So if you are watching live, thank you for tuning in. Or uh, if you're listening to this later on the podcast, thanks for having a listen to it. We'll let you know when the next one's coming up. But um, this week, I'm Jeremy, one of the leaders at City Light Church. Anna, who's one of our Hello. small group leaders, is with us as well. How's Hi. your week been? Yeah, it's been um, pretty good. Just kind of the same old. Yeah. Working. Just getting it done. Getting it done, yep. Got a new job though. I did. That's going to change did. things. I got a counselling job, which is exciting. Um, yeah, it sounds quite lighthearted. Yeah. Really, <laughs> isn't it? What is it? It's group therapy f- um, for uh, drug addiction and mood yeah, disorders. Wow. Yeah. Um, but it's casual, which is like, I feel like the best way to start. Yeah, okay. Just one day a week, yep. dip my toe in. See it's working out. Yeah, 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 yep, okay, yep. yeah. Good way to do it. Yeah. Yep. How about you? How's your week been? Uh, yep, the week's been good. We So last Last week we celebrated our anniversary kind of belated because nice. we had it during lockdown. So we actually did yep. that. And then on the weekend, so I'm coaching the boys' soccer team. So we're oh, you're a, coaching? Yeah, we're a sports family. I'm oh. a, what, do we, what do you call it? Sports family dad. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the boys are in the same team because yep. they were born that close together that they can just chuck them in the same team. And I realize most of the team probably think they're twins. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, so, um, but we... Like, it's meant to be really non-competitive. I don't know if it's the whole, I don't know, like, <laughs> you know, snowflake thing of, like, everyone's a winner and everyone yeah, gets yeah, a trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no, there's no grand finals. They uh, don't, they don't, there's no tally. There's no table or anything like that. Does anyone win at the end of the game? Yeah, Are like there points? Well, so this is the thing. So on the weekend, because it's meant to be non-competitive, I kind of thought I would be okay with yeah. Losing with anything, but we lost on the weekend oh, by quite a margin. Oh and no, I, I think I, I took it a little bit harder oh, than no. I thought I would. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no. We'll just see how that goes. <laughs> but one thing so, w- one of the kids on the, like it's at that age where, like, if you've got one team on uh, one kid on the team who can belt it, yeah, like that's it, they're just gonna win the game, yeah, yeah. And the other team had two of them, they had oh, a girl at the back fair. who could kick it like the full length of the field. And a guy at the front who just smack home goals. Yeah. But we got up one nil, so we were ahead, and um, and then it just all sort of toppled from there. Who who took the lucky shot to get the well, one nil? So there's a kid. No, he's really good. So his name's oh, Alfie. Yeah. Um, and he yeah basically just ran the whole field and scored a goal for us. So yeah. I was like, oh great, we you know pass it to Alfie yeah, the whole game. At that point, I was like, oh, we better take it easy on these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. And they got like seven. So oh, that's <laughs> devastating. Yeah. And we actually loaned them a player. And so oh. at the end of the game, I was like, well, mate, that we can have anyway. them back. Yeah, yeah you yeah, didn't yeah. really need a leg up, yeah, did you? Yeah. 7-1. <laughs> anyway, but I'm fine. Oh I'm man, fine yeah. about it. So that's great. <laughs> um, it, how's your time in the Word going over this yeah. week? You know, as yeah. we did these podcasts, you know, uh, uh, Gav, when he was before he was on leave, we were just, you know, reminding the church of getting into the Word while things are a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. How's things going for you in terms of what you're, you're reading in the Word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the second half of the week was really good. The first half was a little bit of a struggle. Bit of a write-off. Yeah. Strong second half. Player. Strong yeah. second half. But well, no, I was still kind of getting into the Word, but like I struggle with that classic thing of like when you're reading the Bible and spending time with God, like talking to God and at God rather mm. than like listening mm. or like mm. being with Him. And so I was like... Uh, I struggle with that. But then the second half of the week, I was reading um, Psalm 42. Mm. Um, and it was just really speaking into my heart and my current like situation. So I feel like that was a real, um, yeah, just showed the grace of God that like mm. I feel like he always just brings me back, always takes mm. me back to Psalms, I think, mm. when 
um, I just need to be reminded of some truth. So yeah, yeah, it's second half strong. Okay, <laughs> how good, about yeah. you? Uh, yeah, Mel and I are reading through the same Psalms oh, as each other at yeah, the moment. Yeah. So yeah, probably the same. First half of the week less strong. Second yeah. half more strong. Yeah. Um, but up to Psalm thirty-five this morning. Nice. Which was like it was. It's great. I I just got to one of those Psalms. Every now and then you get to the Psalms where David is calling for. God to just rain down yeah. fire on his and enemies. Like, what do I it's always do a bit hard this? to know what <laughs> yeah. to do with that. Like yeah. in some ways, I know that's a way in which like uh, he's kind of like modeling Christ in yeah. that. And there, yeah. and there is a truth to that that God will defend His glory. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I like that about the Psalms. Like uh, some of them are so immediately relatable. It's like yeah. you don't even notice the three thousand year gap between you and the psalmist. So true. Um, and then there are and other ones where you're like, okay, this is a very different yeah, like yeah, context. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's cool. But look, um, thanks for being on today. So we've yeah, invited you on. Um, you've got a background in counselling, obviously. This weekend was going to be, uh, or was about overcoming passivity with love. As we consider the love of Christ, you know, 1 John 4, as you have been loved, so you are to love. Um, we were just thinking, you know, how to, how to get into some of the, I guess, nitty gritty of, mm. of how, do we, how do we love? Yeah. And how do we do that well? Yeah. Um, and how do we manage some of the challenges with that? Yeah, um, yeah. Which in yesterday I kind of took a sample of the church. Are you introvert or extrovert? Yep. How did you handle ISO? Yeah. What is it for you? What are you? And then how did you? How did yeah. that affect how you experienced when, when you were in lockdown? When you asked yesterday, I don't know why I did this, but I just like straight up lied and said I was an introvert. <laughs> like I don't know if I really wanted to like identify as an introvert. Yeah, like introverts are really cool. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I noticed like more people seem to be like, yes, I'm an introvert. Yeah, yeah a bit of group thing. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, then I was like reflecting. I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> and definitely, like, I'm definitely more on the extrovert side. And the first yeah. few weeks of ISO, like, when the, like, initial restrictions came in, like, I think really showed that. So, like, I was doing mm. a few different jobs and I lost them all kind of at the same time. So, I was like, right. oh, maybe I'll head out to mum and dad so they have a farm out in Molong, mm. spend some time away be from really people. really peaceful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I always have these, like, grand ideas. And mm. I reckon, so I was there for, like, three weeks. But I think like three days in, I was like questioning my existence. I was like, <laughs> who am I? Yeah. Do people love me? Like what's yeah. everyone doing in Sydney? You know, I, I bet a lot of people in ISO had some really high philosophical goals <laughs> yeah. that came crashing down to some kind of yep. existential crisis. 100%. Slash binge watching. Yeah, whatever. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So I think definitely on the extrovert side, but I just like, uh, we'll talk about later, but I think I just like abuse my extrovertness or like yeah. have no boundaries around it so I'm always like maybe I am an introvert and just need <laughs> time away from people yeah well some people are commenting like they're this trending towards that like yeah yeah back yeah and forth. so I guess it's, it's not, not super hard black and, and white yeah yeah, yeah yeah but like yeah, yeah I'm curious what what do you identify yeah with? introvert for sure introvert definitely super introvert right, like, okay yeah um do I think I like in my like uni days I would have like over binged on being introverted, just spending uh, too much time yep. alone and making the most of it. But like so yep. one example would be when I went on beach mission, which mm. for anyone listening, if you know what that is, you head away with all these Christians to run programs for kids on holidays. And so you're just around people twenty four seven and my like reward the following week is that I wouldn't speak to a soul. Whoa. I'd read a book. What would you do? Read a book. Read like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> went to the movies by myself. Wow. Like just went <laughs> yeah, yeah. Went full ISO. Yeah. yeah like just to like balance that. it out. Just um, for yeah, a week. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. I, like, yeah, really introverted. So I yeah. really enjoy people and being around people. 
but to recharge would be like kind you of you need to pull away yeah 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 that sort of thing but i mean on that though like lots of christians feel like if they were more like jesus they would <coughs> be just infinitely available to people yeah can you speak into that a bit like the when jesus says love your neighbor as yourself that sounds like a a blank check mm-hmm. to just serve love everyone you know yeah it's it, it feels stressful to even think yeah. about. yeah but yeah do you want to speak to that a little bit yeah because yeah this is something that i think i've thought about quite a bit because i fall into that category i think and often get of my like s- being like over or just yeah yeah like being like you need to be infinitely available to people mm. um but then I always get myself into pickles because of it. Mm. And I think I've noticed in the church, in church culture as well, I think maybe that there's like a spectrum and people fall on different sides. Because I think when we experience the love of Christ mm. and um, are really convicted by that thing of, like he tells us to love others and to be servant-hearted and to mm. to, um, to do like mm. that our faith should be shown in actions as well and mm. so um i think we can be convicted by that but then i've often seen either people kind of then build crazy expectations or experience just real burnout or um guilt around relationships and loving others mm. and then i think maybe there's another side of the spectrum where maybe people um don't like being uncomfortable don't mm. like um having a push yourself or, or be vulnerable in relationships or like that just might seem like a bit of an effort. Mm. So I think um, for me, th- uh, self-awareness has been huge in identifying kind of that I do sit on that side of the mm. spectrum. Mm. And it's been really interesting thinking through kind of what untruths or like things that, yeah, aren't true that I hold on to that maybe push me towards this thing where I I have crazy expectations on myself or others Mm. Um, and I think it's when I step out of um, understanding who God is and who I am in him Mm. that these different like motivations or ideas really come through Mm. and like like what what kind of like so as in like (coughs) you're starting to believe like I need to do more than I actually can. Yeah. And what's your motivation for then yeah. kind of overstretching at yeah. that point? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think, th- uh, like, when if you're prone to kind of feeling guilt and shame a lot or um, mm. if you have a real fear of letting others down or mm. others thinking bad of you. Um, and another one, I think, is for me, like, having my identity in, in, in doing good and, mm. and people thinking really well of me as well. Mm. And so think there's like a few things if like um i'm not centering my life on god like those things really come out and as soon as i'm acting out of those motivations that's when i see like it's just exhausting and, and mm. i put a lot of i think it's through my power and my strength that i'm gonna love these people and love yeah. them so well mm. um and yeah, it's, it's really hard. And find <laughs> yeah, and find yourself oh, like you're clearly exceeding the bound, the natural boundaries yes. God's given you because yes. you're like, no, I have to catch up with them. Otherwise, their whole Christian life is going to fall apart or yeah, their whole absolutely. life is going to fall apart. Yeah. Or like, um, if I'm not meeting with this person, what are they going to think of me? Yeah. I have an image of myself as being like this really caring, yeah. available person. Yeah. But then maybe I'm not if yeah. I don't meet their needs. Yeah, and so sometimes people fears. are ne- like actually in need as well. And you're like, yeah. no one else is going to step in. I'm yeah. I have to because, yeah. you know, I don't trust that God has this. Like I mm. really like, 
they're in need, so someone has to love them. Mm. So kind of taking that on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. Well, like, well, on that then, I mean, how, you know, coming out of ISO is, is kind of a good, ch- I mean, I guess we're out, we're who knows? We maybe go back in. Who know, I don't. Know. I don't want to trigger yeah, anyone. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, how? Like, even there's probably a bit of a time to rethink how we're doing life in mm. general. Um, what are some practical tips for someone, particularly if they're overstretched? Um, how do they, I guess, like think rightly and biblically about that to pull yeah, things back in? Yeah. And practically, what are some things you can do if you're like if you're someone who's just way overstretched, trying to meet so many needs? Mm. Um, and just really on the brink of burnout. Yeah. Um, or, or, or like inclining that way. What are some helpful things? Yeah, yeah. Because like, and Jacob said a challenge yesterday in his sermon, which mm. I think is going to be like really helpful to do and to kind of <coughs> like sit down physically and write a list out of people who you want to commit to love and practical mm. ways to do that. It's like an audit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That doesn't sound. <laughs> <super> <laughs> doesn't sound very <laughs> relational, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would um, suggest like maybe bringing then some self awareness into that as well, um, and to um, as you write down, kind of just like be curious in yourself, like of what's going on. Are you feeling quite overwhelmed as you're writing the list, or quite anxious, or um, mm. just like feeling quite burnt out? And then so maybe having some kind of like hard conversations with yourself or even writing out maybe um, what are some things you believe about loving others and mm. are there kind of different motivations or beliefs that are coming through that's not Christ-centered, that's not mm. um, coming from loving God first. Mm. Um, I think like in, I wrote it down, in Matthew 22 that, you know, love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind mm. and love your neighbor as yourself. I think just like goes hand in hand so Mm. i think um you mentioned like boundaries as well like Mm. i think there's like it's so important to understand that boundaries can be a good thing and that Mm. that's okay Mm. um and i've had to like do so much work myself to even just be okay with like being able to say no or to Mm. be able to put boundaries in place because i think so quickly i would be out like you know out loving others and not loving God and so that's like a boundary I think that's been crossed and that's Mm. immediately leads me to kind of to feel burnt out or to not have joy in loving others because my motivation's all off like Mm. it doesn't really work like that yeah yeah Yeah, I mean it's interesting even as you were reading it out like the when love is directed towards God, it is kind of boundaryless, like mm. all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm. But there is some limitation around loving other people. You yeah. love them as your neighbor. Like if you're if you want to love as many people as you possibly can, you're gonna have to set limits. Yeah. Otherwise, you just overcook yourself, and yeah. then you're out of the game. You're and benched th- for yeah, many seasons. Yeah. yeah. And but I think it's a, a real hard thing for people in the church to kind of. I, and I don't. I th- I feel maybe more for women. Like mm. women really like struggle with grappling with boundaries and 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 mm. saying and no and knowing that we are limited and that we're not going to be anyone's salvation or like mm. um, that truth that God loves my family and my friends so much more than I could ever love them, mm. and so I can entrust them into Him. Mm. <coughs> but um. Yeah, I think there's like this like negative feeling around boundaries or yeah, 
that yeah, there's something negative about that. Yeah, because I mean, boundaries can be selfish. Like mm. you can be setting up ones that are really just uh, a way of protecting yourself from doing 100%. anything that's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But it's probably maybe even in a church context, maybe maybe generally, yeah, tends to go the other way. That actually. In order to love more people, we need to set more boundaries. Yep. In order to love people well, in order to not overstep our limits as a finite human being and yep. to let God be God yep. and to do only what you know we can do is yep. to set boundaries and say, all right, like God's made me a limited human being. I need sleep. I need rest. There's only so many people I can invest mm. in and love mm. and the rest I can quite happily just trust to God. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> what, what about with the other way? Um so, you know, uh, how do you know if you've maybe got, s- you could actually probably be extending mm. yourself a bit, but yeah. maybe the the call to love won't mean setting boundaries, but actually, you know, extending yourself a bit. How do you know if you've actually got some margin to do that? Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think maybe like if you are kind of sitting down and kind of like writing a list, maybe first of all, if like the thought of even having to do that or having to commit to like love someone is like oh I just I can't be bothered or that makes mm. me feel quite uncomfortable or mm. like yeah that's just not me maybe maybe there's something underneath that like maybe mm. um yeah that kind of like self-preservation thing of not wanting to kind of be vulnerable or be uncomfortable mm. or step out and and not saying like you know you don't want to risk getting hurt yeah, or yeah, that sort of thing. yeah 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 for sure and then maybe if you are kind of writing a list if you're struggling to come up with names of anyone who you're able to commit to love like maybe there's something in that as well and Mm. and um asking god for like that conviction that we we are called to serve and we are called to love Mm. through his strength and through his love Mm. as well Mm. yeah Yeah. and i think look i think i mean you mentioned it before there are sometimes some differences between the way the challenges that men and women Mm. face but I, i often for Often for men, I think the challenge is to form deep relationships. Yeah. Like the way it usually works is guys get around <coughs> a circle and someone shares a funny story and then that reminds someone else of a funny story. Yeah. And then it keeps going until yeah, there's like yeah. a silence and then it kicks <laughs> off again. Yeah. Like, And so c- you can have the illusion that you have a lot yeah, of friends. But, like but that's very like surf. Like that's yeah. never ever turning inward or that's never yeah. sh- having to be vulnerable or having to share anything yeah. personal and you don't have to get involved in their lives particularly yeah, we're just yeah. mates and we share stories yep. and that sort of thing but um but and it's the illusion of like of mateship but like there isn't actually a deep friendship yeah, you wouldn't yep. know if something's going on with them yeah it's a way of actually avoiding being real yeah with each other is just to to kind of share surface yeah. level stories and, and so i would like think like um thinking through that you know do you not have anyone in your life who you would be able to push towards loving God better mm. or who would be able to share, um, you know, serious doubts in their faith or, mm. or would be able to share things that they're struggling with. Because I think we're caught, like to love people is to also point them towards God mm. and to point them to have their whole identity in him and, and mm. God speaks into every aspect of our lives. So without relationship, we're not able to do that. Like mm. if that was all your relationships, that would be so awkward if mm. then one of the guys was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, how exactly, you go with yeah. your faith man, everyone yeah. would be like, what? Like well, you just way overstepped the yeah, boundary. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought we agree. We weren't going to talk about <laughs> yeah. anything serious. Yeah, yeah. I sure. mean, it can go the other way too. Like it can be like, you can talk about the Bible in a, 
in a merely kind of third person right, way as well yeah, rather yeah. than letting it land. Yes. And sharing like how is the gospel actually changing my life specifically? Yeah, for rather sure. Than like, oh, we're just talking about some truths about God. Yeah. And and rather than letting it can be another way of like avoiding really actually yeah, deepening relationships. Particularly in things like small groups, missional communities, that sort mm, of thing. Mm. Yeah, okay. Well that's great. Well like going away from it, I guess the the big challenge for everyone is to like is to to write down a list yeah. and to see how they go with that. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts on, on, on that as we kind of finish up? Uh, like a, as um as one challenge to follow through on, mm. um to actually make the effort. You know, man or woman, overstretched, understretched, to try and write a list and then go through it. Any any other thoughts as we kind of do that and go um, about it? <coughs> I think like being prayerful is a huge one as mm. well. Like I think um. Yeah, it would be interesting to kind of to see and notice, like even just the idea of this, like what you are kind of noticing, what mm. you are feeling. And, mm. and, and if it is maybe like, well, you know, you don't understand. I do have so many people in my life and I can't mm. even consider like thinking through, like committing to only a few. Mm. I, I would say, I think, like be very prayerful about that mm. um, and ask God for his wisdom and he's sovereign and he knows. And like I said before, he loves all these people in your life more than you could possibly mm. love them so mm. he knows that we're limited and mm. um so i think asking him to to show us um who he's put in our life to be committed to or to, or mm. to make extra effort loving um and just that thing of like loving others begins with loving god mm. um we i didn't find out who <laughs> this quote is from but pete scazzaro in um his book quoted someone else about um, burnout, but it says, mm. uh, burnout is a state of emptiness to be sure, but it does not result from giving all I have. It merely reveals the nothingness from which I was trying to give in the first place. Mm. So I think that idea that, again, God needs to be our source of strength and love. Mm. And if I'm ever trying to give from my own strength, it just like, it ends in disaster so yeah. quickly or it ends in... <laughs> Um, bitterness or or just like stress or burnout mm. um, guilt so I think yeah like lo- it starts with loving God first yeah that's great all right we're gonna have a crack at it and yep. see how it goes if you're listening in either on the podcast or watching we'd love to hear how it goes for you and um, feel free to message us through how mm. that goes and um, look we don't know when we'll next see you but mm. we'll be around week to <laughs> week whenever we feel like it we'll catch you then thanks